Hi, I'm Jayant Shriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. For the second day in a row, we are reacting to the news as it is breaking. We only do that for the biggest stories and today again saw a major development this time in the political sphere. Senior Congress leader from Madhya Pradesh, Jyotiraditya Sindhya, has quit the Congress and will join the BJP after meeting with Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Home Minister Amit Shah this morning. So, this situation has been on the boil since last night when several MLAs loyal to him quit the Madhya Pradesh Assembly. But more broadly, Sindhya's disaffection with his now former party goes back a year and more and this has been a day that's been long in the making. There are questions now to be answered about what this means for the Congress, where we can place it in a seemingly unending intergenerational struggle that's gripped the party. I'm joined today by Associate Editor Verghese George to answer some of those questions. We often turn to him, of course, for big picture political analysis. And we'll also provide two articles in the show notes today, one by Verghese and one by Sandeep Fukan, who covers the Congress for the Hindu. And that should give you more context and background to what's happening today. Here's Verghese George. Verghese, hi. Uh, welcome to the podcast again. Uh, very nice to be on the podcast again, Jayant. Thank you. So, you know, um, as I was reading the news last night and this morning, uh, it just struck me. Um, see, I've always been really curious about uh, Jyotiraditya Sindhya's position in Madhya Pradesh. And that's because um, back in June 2017, I think it was, I had gone to Madhya Pradesh to cover this uh, farmer's agitation and uh, which was taking place in MP and Maharashtra at the time. And there was there was this um, 72-hour Satyagraha that was being held in Bhopal and Jyotiraditya Sindhya was very much at the center of it. You know, like I, um, so he was sort of very much, I think he was trying to rally the state unit, take ownership of the issue, make it a big election issue. And um, it always struck me that, you know, uh, here was a guy who was really making a pitch for leadership of his state unit, of the state party. And um, when he was passed over for chief minister, uh, the talk that I heard in Delhi was that, yeah, you know, Sachin Pilot might rebel, but Jyotiraditya would sort of calm down because he doesn't really want to be involved in state politics. He's more a Delhi guy. Um, Something about that, you know, seeing him in that Satyagraha and then hearing this talk in Delhi, something didn't kind of gel. So, I mean, in retrospect now, what can we say about that decision to pass him over for chief ministership? Well, I think, uh, uh, so Jodhraditya Sindhya has been a uh, national media figure and he's been much spoken about because of the pedigree, the Sindhya surname, and the fact that at a very young age, due to following the unfortunate death of his uh, father in a uh, plane accident, I think it was in 2002, uh, that that he got into politics at an early age and uh, his rise was pretty fast and uh, he became a union minister and he was seen and counted as a, a young brigade in the Congress which will be the future leadership of the Congress uh, part of the future and he was considered very close to Rahul Gandhi and for many reasons uh, he He's become, he had become an, a, a figure in the, uh, which was nationally and internationally noticed. So when all this was happening, uh, his own grip in, uh, within the Maharashtra, Madhya Pradesh politics 
was not matching that kind of a narrative that was built up uh, about him he uh, his influence remained within the gwalior guna region where uh, his uh, ancestors used to be the kings and the rulers uh, in that area so uh, his influence within madhya pradesh was limited to a region and uh, also the fact that uh, madhya pradesh congress has never had a dearth of uh, very tall influential leaders who have had a, a state level and national level influence so digvijay singh who was a two term chief minister was already around he has been uh, was around then uh, continues to be around uh, kamal nath who is a current chief minister uh, so uh, and a host of other leaders now some of them are not around but the fact point i am making is that madhya pradesh congress has had big huge leadership uh, of uh, people of high stature and uh, uh, political heavyweights so to speak uh, so in that spectrum jodhiraditya uh, did not actually command a statewide uh, following and when uh, digvijay singh and kamalnath after the na- 2018 election were very clear that okay one of uh, it, uh, they they came together and digvijay supported kamalnath who became the chief minister uh jodhiraditya's influence within the congress legislature party or across the state uh, by no means matched kamalnath and uh, there wasn't much uh, surprise about the fact that uh, it was kamalnath who made the cut and not jodhiraditya sindhya what happened subsequently whether mr sindhya could have been or should have been appointed and accommodated in a different manner as a state chief of the congress party and should he have been brought into the uh, upper house the rajya sabha the elections are due next uh, in next uh, later this month so those are other questions that remain open uh, but the also the fact is uh, that uh, he thought that okay what was deserving what he deserved did not come to him and uh, he perhaps nurtured that feeling of uh, frustration from the days that he uh, he was denied the chief ministership and then he went on to lose his own lok sabha constituency in uh, early this uh, last year in the lok sabha election uh, so that was also a setback in fact he was beaten by an earlier aide of him who actually crossed over and joined the bjp became the bjp candidate and defeated him in the lok sabha election so the fact that uh, the 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 suggestion that uh, he is a leader of uh, uh, a leader who could uh, influence politics or swing politics in one unilateral manner i think would be an exaggerated notion exaggerated notion of uh, his influence but the fact that he could actually swing these many mlas from the existing legislature party that is something remarkable and uh, that may have uh, factors which are above and beyond his own personal influence i'm sure there are other factors at play as well but nevertheless it is a remarkable thing that he could actually split the congress legislature party by uh, taking away nearly 20 mlas uh, with him right and you know his his resignation letter today also hints at the fact i think he spells it out in writing that we've been that he and the congress party have been leading up to this point for about a year now 
So, um, in this in this year that he's talking about, is that uh, what you described? Is that what happened? That he was passed over for the state unit um, for the position of state chief? Yes, I mean that perhaps is what he is uh, hinting at. Uh, well, I did uh, agree to the fact that I wouldn't be the chief minister, but there were other things you could have done for me. Other things, uh, including the state party president or uh, an easy way route to the Rajya Sabha, uh, and. Uh, a little more say in the running of the Kamal Nath government, uh, he thinks that all those, uh, all that has been denied to him and uh, the Digvijay Singh Kamal Nath axis ended up running the Madhya Pradesh government, which he thinks that, okay, he had a contribution in making the the, the government in 2018. So, he perhaps uh, feels uh, let down and he uh, thinks that it is uh, uh, it's a Gandhi family, the Mrs. Gandhi and uh, Rahul Gandhi let him down and therefore he could not make it. Also, there is a, a national narrative that the stories that keep cropping up about the fact that he was the most capable person. He was denied it in a wrongful manner by the Congress leadership. Uh, so, the, those uh, kind of reporting and commentary also may have influenced uh, the way that he thinks about uh, uh, Madhya Pradesh politics. So he is now in the BJP and in many ways one could argue that uh, this has been uh, in, not in the making actually in, not in, not only in the last one year maybe before that because uh, uh, the, his entire family is in the BJP. And he will be the fifth uh, Sindhya family member who will have a, a very active mem- uh, role in the BJP. His grandmother was a BJP veteran. She was actually a founding member of the BJP. His father, he, uh, Madhurav Sindhya, the Congress veteran whose uh, 75th birth anniversary today is, uh, he started off his career as a Jansank politician. Uh, he left the Congress briefly and then came back to the Congress. Uh, one of his aunts, uh, Vasundara Raji Sindhya, has been a three-time chief minister of the BJP. Uh, and his another aunt of his, Vijay Raji Sindhya, is a member of parliament. He's, so, the Sindhya family's uh, links with the Jansangh and the BJP is a very uh, long affair. So, one could actually argue that uh, the making of this departure from the Congress and crossing over to the BJP may have been longer than even one year. And so, you know, just leaving aside um, uh, Jyotiraditya Sindhya for, for a minute, um, there is there's a larger national narrative about the leadership crisis in the Congress. And I think accompanying that is also this question of generational change. Um, you had you wrote an article a couple of days back. We will put that, of course, in the uh, show notes for today's episode, where uh, you spoke about, um, you know, the, the elections that are going to happen now for, for Rajya Sabha seats and the fact that uh, the Congress is still nominating some, you know, really old people, uh, whereas the BJP has a strategy for bringing in younger voices, younger leaders. And I think that at this point, those issues also come into very sharp relief because it, it goes to this uh, feeling of this, these power structures in the Congress where the veterans still hold sway and still appoint leaders. And that's becoming a really big problem now because at some point, younger leaders do have to come through. The party needs to revive. So uh, what can we say now about this uh, Jyotra Aditya's move today being a real turning point in that battle? Right. So that's a, that's a, that's a very good question. And that actually puts the whole, what is happening, the current crisis, the day's events in a larger context of the leadership crisis in the Congress. And where does the Congress stand vis-a-vis BJP in terms of uh, nurturing and recruiting new leaders? So 
the question here, the crisis before the Congress is that, see, Congress has a, has a crop of uh, veteran leaders who have been experts, uh, who, uh, who, I mean, who also, some of them actually held significant electoral sway at one point in, in their lives. But they, they are spent forces, at least in terms of their electoral influence. I mean, in fact, uh, in the picture of this Congress delegation that visited uh, the President of India last uh, a few days ago was telling. So most of the faces that you would see in that group picture, those faces have been around for at least 30 years as veteran Congress leaders. And most of them actually get elected to the Rajya Sabha. The point that one has to be aware of is, and the Congress party should be extremely mindful of, is the fact that the party needs a young crop of leadership and not merely that it should actually go in for a generational shift. It should also think about what is the type of leaders that they would recruit and promote in the next generation of leaders. Now, why the, the interesting and, the, and rather uh, curiously limiting factor that the Congress's next-gen leadership is the fact that most of the people who, who are pro- being promoted or being seen as the emerging Congress leadership, they are uh, essentially the children of a senior politician. They are dynasts. Now, if one, ha- one takes at face value the criticism that one of the major factors that uh, is pulling the Congress down is its adherence to this dynastic politics, you can't change that with by, by sort of unleashing another set of dynasts only because they are not Gandhis uh, but the other dynasts. So, uh, if you take a, a lot of Congress leaders who are youngsters, the young leadership of the Congress are there only because they were born into a particular family. Now, that is not a very sustainable leadership uh, formula for the Congress party. Some of them are very qualified. It should not be held against them that, okay, their parents uh, were in the Congress party. But the Congress needs a new generation of leadership that is grounded, that is actually uh, the self-made leaders who have come up from the bottom of the pyramid, uh, through party work at grassroots level and then rising up the uh, up to the middle ranks. So Congress has a lot of them. In fact, Congress should look at promoting some of them into different positions of power. They have a better understanding of the changing dynamic of India's thinking, particularly among the youngsters. So uh, this crisis right now, where a person who has been with the Congress party and who has been in the party in significant positions of power for ever since he joined the Congress party for 18 years, suddenly decides to leave the party when the party is actually facing a very severe crisis. And he himself has taken a very interesting change in his own political positions over the last uh, one year that he uh, that we uh, discussed. So he supported... Uh, the BJP government's move on Jammu Kashmir, Article 370, a uh, few months back, uh, he was supportive of that move. And But in the last week or so, he's been very critical of the BJP, how they handled the Delhi riots, how they handled the economy, and all that thing. So, what actually is the politics that he represents, we do not know, because he swung from one to the other, even in terms of, uh, of, of public positioning. But what we do know is that he was unhappy with the way he was treated by the Congress party, and he, he, he uh, suddenly decides to leave. Uh, but all that thing actually points out uh, to the fact that Congress needs to have a whole range of leaders who are grounded uh, in the in the reality of Indian politics, who are well networked among the party cadres, and who have actually come up from the bottom 
through organizational and legislative uh, and electoral work and the congress i think uh, desperately needs to sort of look at what are the options and then uh, effect uh, a generational change in its leadership and lastly um jyotiraditya is uh, leaving the party today can it sort of create some movement toward um, other leaders who have also i think flirted with similar ambitions one name that very obviously comes to mind is sachin pilot who's been having some uh, problems with um, ashok gehlot in rajasthan and also there've been voices uh, obviously ever since uh, the delhi elections um there've been some voices in the open there's there's milan diora in bombay uh, there's sandeep dikshit in delhi Do you, do you see any possibility of any movement there well i think uh, what is for uh, sure is the fact that uh, all these names that you took they are all unhappy people in the congress party right now they all do believe that okay they've not gotten their due share they think that uh, uh, ironically enough though they've all been uh, staunch supporters of the gandhi parivar Uh, and rahul gandhi personally at some point in time they do feel and they've all been promoted by the uh, gandhi family at some point in time they all do feel that under the leadership of rahul gandhi there is in much that they could uh, expect uh, it's partly because of a certain level of impatience that uh, that generation actually comes with uh, in fact uh, 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 the generation that is still ruling the congress party they're all known for their immense patience they just wait for their opportunity to strike they just they, they have immense capacity uh, to to indefinitely be patient and uh, all that thing so this generation i think uh, thinks that uh, okay there is no point waiting and uh, now that mr sindhya has actually made this very drastic and dramatic move uh, this might actually act as uh, some kind of an inspiration if i could use that word uh to to do the unthinkable in terms of the congress party and vis-a-vis the bjp so one has to wait and watch how that uh, happens but now that this has happened that mr sindhya could actually leave the congress and join uh, leap into the diametrical opposite in terms of ideology from one side to the other uh, those nothing more on these same lines should uh, surprise us right Vagis um always fascinating to talk to you i think that that point about uh, the older leaders being known for their patience was i found particularly fascinating um i'm sure we'll we'll check in again and talk about this again in the future and thank you for joining us uh, on this episode thank you very much uh, jayant and uh, i greatly enjoy talking to you as always